What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 64 of Save Crystal. Today I'm talking about Super Mario 3D World as I just played through it again for the second time. I originally got this game on the Wii U, played through it, loved it, and just bought the Switch version. And it comes along with an extra game, Bowser's Fury, which I have not played yet. Um, but anyway, Super Mario 3D World, you'll hear it when I get into my review towards the end of the podcast, but man, this game is incredible, and, uh, many people didn't play it with the Wii U because the Wii U didn't sell very well, but the Switch version, it's a great port, and Nintendo knew what they were doing, taking such a great game and letting, uh, a group of gamers who now own the Switch that didn't have the Wii U experience this game. It is a great pickup. I planned on getting it a while back. I don't know why I didn't back when it was announced, but I'm glad I got it now. And I think you should too, but we'll get more into that towards the end, like I said, when I start to talk about my review on it. Now here in the open, I don't have a topic, so I took a couple questions. I'm going to grab the first three I see, and we're going to go through them. Now, you could send me questions for uh, podcasts, and I usually will let you know when I'm taking up some Q&As. Over on my YouTube channel, Safe Crystal Gaming, there's a community tab. You'll see where I make the post about it, and then you can comment under it. So I grabbed the first three I see, and here we go. Ryan Penning asks, I feel like I don't see Amiibos anymore. Did you collect them? So, you're absolutely right. I feel like I rarely see Amiibos as well. Uh, You know, back when they first came out, GameStop had an entire wall full of them and uh, all kinds to choose from. And, you know, I did collect them, but I only collected, you know, the ones that I liked. There are people out there that wanted a complete collection. As soon as a new Amiibo came out, it didn't matter who it was, they were picking it up. Now, I do have, you know, a handful but um, they are. They're really cool little figurines. They're the, uh, you know, different video game characters. Like, I have everything from Rob the Robot to 8-Bit Link, Ocarina of Time Link, to the Castlevania ones, and uh, Sonic. Just, they're really cool. And I, like I said, I would say I collected them, but just the ones I liked. But no, you're absolutely right. You don't see them anymore. You can still go to GameStop and find a very, very small collection. Uh, And even Best Buy. I would say Best Buy is the best option if you're looking for brand new Amiibos. Because anytime I've ever gone, they have the latest one that's out. So um, I'll tell you what, there is one that I didn't get. And if I do see it out, I will grab it. I'm not going to go like online and just buy it because it's one of those items. I don't really need it, but if I see it, I'm going to pick it up. And it's the Super Mario 3D World uh, Cap Mario. The, you know, I, I would pick that one up. All right, moving on to the next one here. The next question is uh, from Sammy Knight. What is the greatest remake of all time? So I think I've had a similar question like this before. I would have to, obviously, I'm assuming you're talking video games. Um, I don't, 
and it's not just because I'm a Resident Evil fan, honest to God. Like, I think Resident Evil 1 is the greatest remake of all time. When they remade the first Resident Evil game on the GameCube, not only when they when they remade it, they made things better, but yet they still kept the same base game. They They added some things, some really good things. And the graphics look so much better. And it has to be the greatest remake of all time, in my opinion. Now, many people will have different opinions. Maybe they think Final Fantasy VII was the greatest remake. Or, you know, there's all kinds of, of stuff out there. And remakes are starting to become big. I wouldn't even say starting to become big. They are big now. Like, I'm hearing that, you know, after Capcom has remade Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3... They're now going to remake four. I don't think four needs a remake. I also heard The Last of Us is getting a remake. I don't think The Last of Us needs a remake. So there's times where it's needed. The original Resident Evil needed a remake. It was dated. Um, you know, a fan like me, it didn't bother me. I'd still go back and play it. But now that this remake exists, it's it's the superior version for sure. All right, and finally, last question is from Rex Timmy and says, With the loss of Bob Saget, I have to ask, have you played any of the Full House video games? So, um, I haven't. I know of the Super Nintendo game. I know there's a Tiger Electronic game, and I want to say there's a Game Boy game. I'm not for certain on that, but I have not played them myself. I have seen uh, the Super Nintendo game. But no, I have not played them. And you know what? With the loss of Bob Saget, um, I mean, this guy was America's dad. You know, one of the one of the top sitcoms of all time, Full House. You know, you'd have the the famous scene towards the end of the episode where whatever the drama was in the show, Bob Saget would sit down on the edge of the bed and he'd have that talk that made things better with the music playing in the background. You know what I'm talking about. It's, um, you know, he was far from Danny Tanner in real life. You know, Bob Saget, I watched his roast one time and uh, I think I laughed my head off the entire time, but it's sad. I mean, I think he was 65. Um, he definitely in his sixties. I can't remember if it was 65 though. Um, but anyway, yes, he, that was out of nowhere and, uh, it's sad. Another, uh, another freaking star, man. I loved Bob Saget. Always has, or always have. And uh, I also, you know, go back to his days of the the early um, America's Funniest Videos. I mean, that intro is the greatest America's Funniest Videos intro ever. We got laughs from coast to coast to make you smile. A real bright look at each of you to capture all that next door they never told you might be a star tonight so let that camera roll
but then Bob would come out and, uh, you know, the, the set, the scene or the setup for the stage was a American, you know, like a, an American household, somebody's living room, just like a setup. And, uh, he'd sit there on the couch and he would go over each and every one of the, the clips and he'd give his commentary to it. That, uh, that's some good stuff, but rest in peace, Bob Saget. That is unfortunate. Um, but all right, guys, with that being said, let's hop into my review of Super Mario 3D World. Super Mario 3D World originally released in 2012. As great as a game as this was, it couldn't save the failure known as the Nintendo's Wii U. In 2021, 3D World was re-released for the Switch, giving those who didn't buy a Wii U a chance to play one of the greatest Mario games ever made. The Wii U version of the game sold 5.88 million worldwide as of September 2020. The Switch version sold 7.45 million units in just seven months, a total of 13.33 million. This game is classic Mario. Classic is in reach the flagpole at the end of each stage, traverse through multiple worlds, and reach each castle. However, now it's in 3D. The soundtrack to this game is definitely top 5 all time. These are some of the catchiest tunes you'll ever hear. For what feels like the first time, we aren't focused on rescuing Peach also. Instead, you spend the entire game rescuing Sprixies. Sprixies are fairies who have been captured by, you guessed it, Bowser. You can play as four characters, Mario, Luigi, Peach, and Toad. Was an absolute shame though, that Yoshi wasn't available for in the game. What was in-game was a new power-up called the Super Bell. By retrieving the Super Bell, your character turned into a cat that could climb walls and attack with its front paws. You work your way through seven worlds collecting green stars. Each level has three very well-hidden green stars. It's not necessary to retrieve every one of them. However, to advance the game, there are threshold amounts that you need to collect to keep progressing through the game. I felt that each stage was unique, and nothing felt repetitive. The game also introduced the Captain Toad mini-stages. This would later spin off into its own game called Captain Toad Treasure Tracker in 2014. As any game should, the difficulty increases as you near the end of the game. I lost many lives trying to capture green stars and fighting off Bowser, but the game is generous and provides more than enough one-up extra lives to get the job done. I thought to myself, everyone loved Super Mario 3 on NES. Imagine Nintendo remaking that game in this 3D world style. I wouldn't be surprised one bit though if we see some sort of sequel to this all-time great. It's still sitting at that $59.99 price tag because Nintendo believes in no discount. But Super Mario 3D World, in my opinion, is worth every penny. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this episode of Save Crystal. So, yeah, real quick, just to kind of recap, Super Mario 3D World, um, you know, I played through it on the Wii U originally, played through it a second time on the Switch, and I loved every moment of it. 
this game was a it's a blast it honestly is and i mentioned the soundtrack being one of the best ever it truly is i i love the music to this game this is also a great game to play um you know as multiplayer like i kind of forgot to mention that i mentioned that you can have four different characters you can play as mario peach luigi and toad but if you'd like to, all four can play. Like if you have your controller set up with friends or, or whatever, you all can play together. Uh, I think it might get a little tricky, though, trying to keep everybody on screen for some of the levels that actually might move like the screen moves and you got to can't fall behind or you can't go too far ahead. That might be a little tricky. But, you know, I did. I played this one. I played this one on my own, but I, I do know of some people who have played this with their kids or their friends, spouses, whatever. Uh, it's just such a great Mario game. And I think when it comes to, you know, you can't compare this to like the 3D, even though it's 3D Mario, it's not like Super Mario Odyssey or Luigi's Mansion. It's not a game like that. It's definitely in that old school Mario style, but it's it's the best they've done. It really is. And I, I do look for one day this game to get some sort of sequel. It's that good. So if you haven't played it and you have a Switch, go grab it. Uh, if you have a Wii U, you most likely played this game because there wasn't very many big titles to come out on this on, on the Wii U. And uh, you had to you had to play what, what you had. And uh, but if you do have a switch and you don't have this, I know, like I mentioned, it's $59.99. Uh, that price tag, some believe, is a high price for a game that is ported and came out 10 years ago. But I'm telling you right now, worth every penny. The best Mario game based off of the old school style, uh, it's the best out there. So, all right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to Save Crystal. Listen to this podcast. Um, wherever it is that you listen to, subscribe, whether it's Spotify, Google Podcast, Anchor, Radio Public, wherever it is. And I appreciate you listening. Also, if you would, subscribe to Save Crystal Gaming on YouTube. Uh, be sure to subscribe there. There's all kinds of stuff, like walkthroughs. I just finished my Resident Evil 2 walkthrough. Resident Evil 3, I'm going to finish the trilogy, the original PlayStation uh, walkthroughs for those I've done. Resident Evil 1 and 2, you'll find more walkthroughs over there. The original Tomb Raider, PS1. Uh, and every now and then, I'll just put out a random gaming video. You never know what you get over there. So be sure to subscribe, and I thank you all so much for listening. And I will see you in the next episode.